Please help me welcome J. Lauren Norris. It really is amazing when you stop and do a little, I mean, just a tiny little bit of research, how, like the human body, every organism is. I mean, the basic structures of life are very, very similar from plants to animals to water creatures to human beings to organizations, even digital devices. How often have you heard somebody say, well, your computer has a virus? Well, what happens when your computer has a virus? Well, it won't send an email. My pictures are being deleted or they're being sent somewhere else. Or I have photos that I didn't, I didn't take. They're showing up on my hard drive. Or <clears throat> my financial records have become corrupted because you have a virus. Maybe it just won't print. Maybe it won't boot up right or you get that blue screen of death. Because your computer caught a virus? You mean like, like my laptop has a cold? Yeah, like that. But see, organizations have similar problems. Teams have similar problems. And sometimes we have as much trouble diagnosing the problem in a team, in an organization, in a company, as we do diagnosing a problem in the human body or in another living organism. Because they are so similar, they have similar effects. That's what I want to talk about in this episode of Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, and I've recently been doing some really weird studies on uh, parasites. Why? Well, because parasites do really weird things in the body. There's recent studies that say that parasites might be linked to things like MS and Alzheimer's. In fact, there's some claims that parasites in the brain cause what we call the sweet tooth craving, a craving for more sugar. Sugar destroys the brain, as well as making you fat and make your teeth fall out. Causes diabetes, maybe leading to early Alzheimer's. And we've treated all of these things with various kinds of medications, but they're all medications that seem to mask the symptoms but maybe not necessarily get rid of the parasite. It's ironic, though, that we have a very similar challenge, for lack of a better term, in organizations and teams. See, here's the uniqueness of a parasite as opposed to a virus. A virus might cause, like a bacterial infection, the body to begin to attack itself over various problems it's trying to get rid of things. That's what the white blood cells are supposed to do. So if you have a virus in your team, an organization, usually your security team is going to catch up on that and realize this person's been stealing data, et cetera, et cetera, and you're going to get rid of them. That's what antibacterial or antivirus is for. A parasite operates a little bit differently, not only in the human body, but also in your organization. So what are some of the key characteristics of a parasite? Well, some of the key characteristics of a parasite, especially in an organization more than an organism, well, actually, they're the same. See, a parasite tends to take the nutrients, the income, the well-being of the host 
as its own. It interrupts the process. <clears throat> it interrupts the blood. So a tick is an external parasite where you might have a, a worm that's a, like a spearheaded worm that actually gets into the blood tissue, gets into the heart, gets into the brain, gets into the inner gut lining, gets into the small and large intestine, gets into the kidney, gets into the liver, and it begins to suck out the nutrients of the host. It feeds itself. It feeds itself only. And sometimes it will return not only its waste into the system, which is toxic, but it will return neurotoxins into the bloodstream, into the spinal cord, into the brain waves, into the brain gray matter, and cause destruction. It's not just that it's there and sucking up nutrients. It's feeding into the system something that shouldn't be there. Now, as a leader, if you've ever had a parasite in your organization, you know they do the same thing. And now I'm talking more about the human parasite within your organization. Someone on your team who's sucking up the resources of your team. And while they're doing so, they're leaving their own excrement, their own waste, and possibly a whole lot of toxicity into the mind of your organization. Now, every leader has faced this at some point. Here's the scary part. A lot of leaders, like a lot of doctors, don't identify that the problem is parasitic. And so they try to treat it like a bacteria or a virus. They think, well, <clears throat> the problem we're having is a policy problem. We'll change the policies. The problem we're having is an income problem. Because, you know, the resources keep vanishing. We'll add more income. We'll cut costs. We'll lay off people. We'll change our marketing strategies. We'll go with a cheaper product or a cheaper service in order to make the budget work. And what they're missing all along is that the problem isn't an external problem. It isn't something you can just cut off from the outside or send security to, to suss out and eliminate. No, you, you have a parasite problem. It's a whole different thing. See, for, for centuries of human history, <clears throat> that's been a battle. In fact, back in the uh, ancient biblical times, there was a, a, a spiritual name for the same kind of person. They called that person a Jezebel. Yeah, that was the name of an actual real character in biblical times. That uh, She was a queen. She had her own way of doing things. And she had a way of creeping into people's mindset and way of thinking. And so in some churches today, their organization will say, you got to look out for the Jezebel spirit. Well, it's not just a spirit. It's a mindset. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of operating. But it does seem to have the same kind of parasitic effect. This individual on your team wants to be in charge. And they realize maybe they're not competent, they're not qualified, they don't have the title, they don't have the position to be in charge. So instead, they get as close to leadership as they can. And then in the same way that a parasite does, they begin to attach themselves like a leech, like a tick, like a hookworm. And they begin to bypass the incoming nutrients, the wisdom the knowledge, the information, the data, your customer service information, 
they usually attach themselves to your financial records and your CRM. They know what your greatest sales are, what's selling well. And a parasite will not only suck that money off for themselves, you might call it espionage. Um, there are other words for it, though. Embezzlement. Yeah. These are the kind of things that happen you have in a parasite in your organization. But it's not just about money. No, it's about emotional energy. Sometimes what the parasite wants is to take your authority. So they'll assume your authority. They'll claim that you said to do X, Y, and Z. And they'll operate with the rest of the world thinking you've given them that authority. They might even say subtle things. So I got to take this moment. This is like when you're in, in college class and the professor stomps his foot and said this might be on the test. It, this might be on the test. If you hear phrases like, well, you know, I can't say that the boss said X, but, you know, I have been around them for a long, long time. I kind of know how they think. Then I'm just trying to give you a heads up. I'm giving you some advice. I'm giving you a little warning to say, while the boss hasn't yet said this, they will. When you hear that, alarm bells should be going off in your head. This individual is operating on an authority they have not been given. They're presuming an authority they have not been given. And whether you want to put that in the category of a parasite or a Jezebel spirit, call it whatever you want to call it, what I'm telling you is they're bypassing the host and they're sucking up the nutrients of your organization. In this particular moment, what they're stealing may not be your red blood cells, may not be the nutrients or the vitamins or the minerals that your body needs to live on, might not be the the brain-blood barrier that can kill you or lead your mind into bizarre places, but it could be the relationships that you have with your external clients. It could be the authority that you have as a CEO or a team lead in front of your boss or the board. Because that's what parasites do. They inject themselves into relationships where they don't belong. They take advantage of the host. They corrupt with their own excrement, their own waste, and the toxicity that they feed into the system. That's what parasites do. They do it in your body. They do it in the trees. Look this up. Just go type in, does my tree have a parasite? And you're going to be mind blown at the level of involvement that a parasite has with an oak tree. It's amazing. Your dog can get parasites. Your cat can get parasites. Birds can get parasites. I watched someone the other day pull a parasitic worm out of a wasp stinger. Amazing. And if you think that your organization can't get a parasite or that your body can't get a parasite... Well, then you don't know what parasites are and you don't know what they do. I'm just telling you, everybody deals with them at some level. Now, let me also tell you, when you have a parasite in your organization, that parasite in your organization will suck up your resources, your time, your talent, your treasure, your attention. If you've listened to Grant Cardone, any at all, I've spent about the last 40 hours, or at least 40 hours in the last week, digging into the 10x 
unbreakable business system. And one of the key phrases that you hear from the Cardone organization over and over and over is promote, 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 promote. Why? Well, because if nobody knows who you are, nobody's going to do business with you. If you don't let people know who you are, what you do, and how you help them, guess what? They're not going to ask you to help them because they don't know you can help them. You've got to get your name out there and you've got to do what you do and you've got to do it well. But see, one of the other key factors that Brandon Dawson brought up is he said, it's one thing for you to promote. As the organization, people expect you to spend money on advertising. I don't care if you have a plumbing company or a sewing company. I don't care if you're an outside consultant or a coach or you're a caterer. The services that you provide, you've got to promote. You've got to advertise. You should have your name on billboards, business cards, brochures, websites. You should be sponsoring events in your local neighborhood. You should be telling people, I can provide this service and we do it well. And here's what others have said about us. But Brandon Dawson made a really good point when he said, it shouldn't just be you as the company owner promoting your business. <clears throat> your team members should be promoting your business as well. Your team members should be promoting your business as well. Now, why in the world would they do that? Well, they ought to be doing that because it's job security. They ought to be doing that because the more your business grows, the more their opportunity grows. The longer you stay in business, the longer they have a job. The better relationship you have with the public, the better opportunity they have. <clears throat> These are, well, they should be the obvious facts of growing your business. But when you have a parasite in your organization, they don't promote your business. They use your leverage, they use your marketing, they use your exposure to the customer, they use your brand name to grow, your, to grow themselves. If you've ever had an employee, and this happens all the time in government organizations, it's not hard at all to see the parasitic style relationship when people from the DOJ become media people. When people from the media become elected officials. When people from one elected official's office become elected officials in another office. The, the nepotism and the parasitic relationships abound. And I mean parasitic in every possible way. Uh, stealing each other's insights and resources and the diverting resources and leaving their toxic uh, ideas and mindsets behind. Leaving behind the waste of what they've created. It, it, uh, the metaphor is deep and rich, and obvious. And you kind of expect that in politics. You don't expect that in your own business. You don't expect that when you lead a team that you would have someone sucking all the energy, all your financial resources, all of the effort that you've made to promote your business, to market your business, to be sucking that away and diverting it to their own success in the future. But if you've ever had anybody on your team in your organization that it's obvious that their future with another company, their future with a competitor, their future with a client is more important to them than the job they have now. You might have a parasite. Yeah. You've probably found them in your organization, the people that you have to let go because they've been you know, sliding little discounts to family members or, or slipping a little help to a customer or taking a little insight to a competitor, you know, for an advantage in the marketplace. 
maybe they call it sharing the resources or or you know just helping out the other guy but really what they're doing is padding the feather bed landing that they'll have when they jump ship from you and move over to another organization here's something you need to know though if you don't know this parasites stay parasites if you have a parasite in your organization when they leave your organization guess what they'll be in the next organization this is going to be on the test. If they were a parasite in the last organization, guess what they're going to be in your organization? Hello, parasites. Because that's who they are. That's what they do. And until their character changes, until the who that they are becomes a better who, you can expect them to be a parasite. They're going to suck up your resources. They're going to destroy your organization. They're going to fill it with toxic drama. They're going to fill it with all kinds of things in the head of other people on your team that are disruptive, sometimes disabling. Again, there are doctors today who believe that MS, we've been dealing with this for decades, multiple sclerosis is a result of a parasite. I'm not a medical doctor. I am not giving you any kind of medical advice, but I'm telling you, you probably ought to pay more attention to the impact of parasites and how they get in your body. It could be through your water, could be through your food, could be through other things that you're taking, could be through things that you think are making you healthier and they're actually introducing parasites into your system. The same thing is true in leadership. There are people who are coming along with certain types of education and you're looking at their education going, oh, we don't have anybody with that level of education from that kind of a school on our team. We need to bring them in. And the education they're being trained with is parasitic. I hope you're hearing me. This is going to be on your test. As a leader, you were responsible for identifying all of those parasites in your organization. And then getting rid of them. Because your organization will not continue to live so long as there's a parasite both feeding toxins into and simultaneously taking resources away from. They might be in the relationships in your organization now. It might be that you have a parasite who's currently not even on your payroll, but they're close enough to your ecosystem to suck the energy out and dump toxins in. As a leader, that's your job. If there's a parasite in your biological body, it can kill you it can cripple you. It can disable you. If there's a parasite on your team, in your business, in your organizational structure, in a nearby but correlated entity, that parasite can cripple you, disable you, suck away your resources, make you unable to function at the highest level, because that's what parasites do. You need to be busy about the business of identifying these parasites and finding a way to get rid of them because that's what leaders do. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. Hi, my name is Christina Knowles, and I just got done taking Jay Lauren's 
Story Power Masterclass. It was amazing. I took away so much information. Um, one of the things that I really enjoyed being formally trained in media many, many years ago is the call to action. I will use that with every speaking engagement, and I'm so grateful that Lauren just um, spoke truth into his teachings, and he is a true professional. And I know this might sound weird, but I've been taking certifications in different classes over the years, and Lauren is not boring. I can't even believe I got here at nine, and then the class went by so fast that I was like, it's time to go already? And I was shocked that it was time to go already. So it's an awesome class. You're going to enjoy it, I promise. Lauren is a master teacher on storytelling, and I learned so much. Um, I'm really going to have to sit down and go back through everything, and I think I might have to have some more coffees with Lauren, but uh, it was totally worth my time.